Welcome everybody. My name is Diana Verdusco and this is the Om at Home podcast. I am the Divine Designer, owner of Divine Design, and I have been wanting to start this podcast for over a year. I am super excited that I am finally sitting down and making the time to do this. Of course, I believe in divine timing and that this podcast is coming to those who are ready to hear it exactly when and how it's supposed to. And I just want to introduce myself and get started. I've never recorded a podcast. I've never been a guest on a podcast. This is very exciting for me and I'm very excited to put myself and my company out there and talk about all of the amazing things that are within my mission and my sole purpose and why I was put on this planet and how I am here to serve you. So, as I mentioned, my name is Diana. I call myself the Divine Designer and my interior design firm is called Divine Design. The story of Divine Design is kind of a cool one. So when I was 25, I decided that I was creatively stifled where I was at, which was a luxury furniture showroom. I got to do huge design projects for a lot of VIP clientele, celebrities, musicians, professional athletes, you name it. But after a while, I had been there for about four years, it just wasn't bringing me the satisfaction and the outlet that I was craving. So I thought to myself, well, I'm 25. There's no time like the present. I'm surrounded by a family of entrepreneurs. I think it's time I step up. And just like that, I quit my job. I went to Hawaii. And when I came back, I launched DV Design, which was a luxury residential interior design firm. My initials, Diana Verdusco, DV Design. No more than a month into DV Design, which I had already fortunately landed a couple projects in my first month, I was still feeling that urge of my spirit that I wasn't fulfilled, that I was almost there but not quite, that I had taken the first step, but that there was still an entire staircase above me. And I just kept tapping into what is missing? What is going on here? Why am I feeling this sense of unfulfillment despite the fact that I know I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing? I've known my whole life that I wanted to be an interior designer. So what am I missing? What am I not hearing? Now, this was during a time when I was really into my yoga practice. And one day, I went to a sound bath at my yoga studio. And I was laying there on the mat. And... I had my kundalini awakening. Now, I'll get into kundalini in later episodes, hopefully, but it was the most cosmic, 
divine, out-of-body, but-in-your-soul type of experience I've ever had. And it was during this kundalini awakening that I saw the words divine design flash across my third eye in beautiful gold cursive writing. And in that moment, I sat up, I rolled up my yoga mat as quietly as I could, and I rushed into the locker room of the yoga studio. I got out my phone, and I sat there for about an hour, just streaming, downloading, channeling all these messages from God and the universe, my angels and the divine, about this company, Divine Design, and that I would be the divine designer, and that it would be my mission to help people find their own at home. And I sat there as a vessel for these messages to flow through, and everything started clicking. Everything that I had already been doing, the steps that I had already taken, those gaps where I knew something was missing but I didn't know what, everything started filling itself in for me. And the next day, I went to the courthouse and I bought all the business names. I bought the patents, I bought the trademarks, I bought everything, Divine Design, The Divine Designer, you name it. I went online and I got the website, thedivinedesigner.com. I got the Instagram handle. I got everything that I needed. And it's amazing, you know, in those moments, you kind of think to yourself, I can't believe that that username was available. I can't believe that email was available. But here's the thing that you learn. It's available for exactly who it's supposed to be available for. For exactly who needs it is who gets it. And when this realization dawned on me, I just knew in my heart of hearts that I was the divine designer. And of course, in the coming months, I struggled and I got a little bit of pushback and a little bit of constructive feedback and uh, some people thought that it was a little holier than thou to call myself the divine designer which is you know God and whatever God you believe in but um, God is the divine designer in the Bible and so I got some feedback that it probably wasn't right for me to call myself the divine designer and this is when I really had to tap in I really had to get quiet and I really had to open up a dialogue with God and with the universe and with the angels and the archangels and with myself, my higher self, my heart and my soul. And I had to surrender. And ultimately... I heard from this higher power, this divinity, that we are all divine designers. And they're all just words. And we all use different words for different things. And we all use different words for the same things. And that if something burns your soul to ashes, you have to do it. And if this is what I was being called to, 
if this is what I was being called to do, if this is what I was being called to call myself, then that's the only justification that was needed. And I was fully supported and uplifted by God, the angels, the universe, every, everything, everything divine was supporting this journey and supporting this purpose. And it's now been three years that I've been running this company. And we're here in 2020, about to be into September next week, actually. And um, I've been at this since 2017. And of course, it's a continuously and constantly growing, changing, and evolving business and company and brand because I'm constantly growing and changing and evolving and I think that's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur about being a business owner is that I preach that your home is an extension and reflection of you but I truly believe so is your business so is your work so is your purpose and your mission it's all a reflection and an extension of you And you know this to be true when you change and the things around you change. And reversed when the things around you change and you change. And it's just this cosmic dance. And I sit here today in so much gratitude and so much excitement. You know, the excitement has never once wavered. And that's how I really do know that I'm in my purpose and that I'm on my journey is that every day I wake up excited to be doing what I'm doing, serving how I'm serving, and expanding, evolving, growing, and changing as I am. So what I want to talk to you guys a little bit about today is what what I am doing, what I am trying to bring to this world and to this planet and I want this podcast to serve as not only a connection for me to tap in tune in and turn on but for me to dive deeper and connect deeper with you guys I get pretty heavy and deep on my Instagram and social media but there's something it, it about verbal dialogue that translates differently it's it's a totally different frequency of connection so I'm hoping that you as listeners will gain some type of deeper connection to me via this podcast and who knows what this will turn into I mean eventually I'd love to have clients on as guests I'd love to have friends peers colleagues I'd love to have friends I'd love to have social media connections I mean I think that Just like everything in the universe, it's totally limitless. So let's get into this first episode. Um, I'm pretty excited. This is going to be 
very basic information. Um, and I just want to talk to you guys about who I am and uh, what I'm trying to do here on this planet in this dimension. So I'm a Libra. Astrology is a fun part of my business. Um, I wouldn't say that my business is revolved around astrology, but I do have some fun with the whole design for your sign type of concept. And I think it's important that you guys know all these different facets of me so that it makes sense when I am talking on social media about your sign and why I'm interested in what you are. I want to be able to share on that same level about me. So I'm a Libra. I'm born on the Virgo Libra cusp. So that is September 23rd. It's the day that Virgo shifts into Libra. And I've had my astrological report done. I am a Libra by about two and a half, three minutes. But it's very important because had I been born two and a half, three minutes prior, I would have been a Virgo and the trajectory of my life may have been quite different. But because I was born when I was born, at the time that I was born, I was also born on a full moon. And my name Diana means goddess of the moon. So I do have a real connection with the moon and lunar energy as well. But having been born as a Libra, Libras are all about beauty, design, symmetry. And this plays so heavily for me and so interestingly into my career path so you'll see in a lot of my designs that I innately create symmetry I create spaces that are visually balanced aesthetically symmetrical this goes into shapes sizes color palettes everything so it's it's very interesting because though I see beauty in some asymmetrical designs that I see some other designers doing and I do think it's beautiful and I do think that it's talented work I always gravitate and create things in more perfect harmony and symmetry and that's important to me and that's one of the things that I do naturally so what I found is that when people walk into a space that feels balanced there is some sort of equilibrium that's achieved within them where you feel this peacefulness and you don't know why and you feel balanced and harmonious and at ease and I truly believe that there is sacred geometry involved in this there is a reason why you feel this way based off what you're looking at so that's very important to me now I think I'm going to get into something really quickly before I go on. I 
felt a calling um, not too far into when I started Divine Design that I wanted to become a feng shui practitioner. And that's because these sort of things that I'm talking about, this sacred geometry, this astrological component of design, these things were really pulling at me. And I meditated on it. Okay, what is this? What am I feeling? And I was really being called towards feng shui. So one day, I was driving down the freeway, and I remember getting my phone. I mean, yes, I was driving, but I I got my phone, and I just Googled feng shui interior design Los Angeles. And I scrolled past a couple web links, and then one jumped out at me, which was very interesting because it was nothing to really capture your eye it was a yelp page and i clicked on it and it was for this woman and there was nothing on the yelp page all it said was her name interior designer feng shui practitioner and then a phone number and these are these little moments in life where i believe our free will dances with our destiny Because had I looked at that phone number and questioned my intuition and gone to look at another webpage that maybe was more curated or more captivating, I would have missed this entire path of my life or I would have delayed it substantially. But instead, I felt my intuition just say, go. Yes, do it call. So I tapped the phone number and it started ringing and it went to a voicemail and I left probably the most rambled long two-minute voicemail I've ever left in my life. Hi my name is Diana. I'm an interior designer in Los Angeles. I'm very interested in feng shui And I found your Yelp page and I just thought maybe you'd like to chat. Um, I'm looking for a mentor. (laughs) Keep in mind, I had been looking for a mentor for five minutes, but I went for it. And about an hour later, I got a call back and it was her. And she said, hi, Diana. Oh, my God, I just listened to your voicemail. I'm so excited to chat with you. This is amazing. Um, I'm a feng shui practitioner, and I actually just moved from Los Angeles to Joshua Tree. And I said, well, you know what? I have a vacation to Palm Springs next week. Could we meet up? Joshua Tree right next to Palm Springs. She said, that's great. Let's, Let's do it. So the following week, I was in Palm Springs and I met up with this woman and it was absolutely a divine connection and something that was so powerful, there was no denying it. We sat there for a couple hours together. She read my aura, she read my energy, she guessed my sign, we were just vibing and that's when she told me that she was about to create a course certifying other people 
as feng shui practitioners and that one of these courses was going to be in LA. So a couple months later, she announced the launch of the seminar of the course and without thinking, with, without hesitating, without even really considering the cost, it was irrelevant to me. I had to become certified. I knew that it was in perfect alignment for me to do this. So I signed up and I got certified as a feng shui practitioner. And it was the most interesting course I've ever taken in my entire life. I've never been so captivated in a classroom as I was for this seminar. And I walked out of it with my certification so not even happy isn't even the right word. Just knowing that this was supposed to happen and that I did it and that I was well on my way to creating my dream design firm. And now I was an interior designer and a feng shui practitioner. And I was checking all of my boxes. And ever since then, all of these feng shui components have just been naturally adding themselves into my process. So something I do in my design packages for clients now is the numerology of your address and how adding up the numbers of your address contributes to the vibration of the structure that you're in. And then for fun, I started doing the incorporation of essential oils and aromatherapy and plant healing and crystal healing and sound therapy and space clearing and decluttering and more astrology and just everything that could possibly divinely align with my mission and with my projects, I started to incorporate. And I started to build this design package for my clients that was so comprehensive. And I'm not just talking on the level of the physical realm, of the 3D world, of a home, a structure here on planet Earth. I'm talking about higher dimensions, connecting you to your space, connecting your space to your higher self, and letting all of that energy, or in feng shui we call it chi, letting all of that flow and reverberate harmoniously across all spectrums, across all dimensions. And what it's evolved into is this completely immersive experience where I give my clients mantras and meditations and life guidance and insights to what type of year they're in numerology, like numerology speaking, and how their sign 
their astrological sign relates to their home and their spaces and how to create a space that vibes with your sign. And further, I started tapping into Ayurveda when I started working with my holistic nutritionist. I started getting really, really into Ayurvedic routines, magic morning rituals, um, the doshas, which are vata, pitta, and kapha. And this I'll get into in later episodes too, but it's very interesting because you would think if you know anything about Ayurveda and the doshas, that this is really more geared towards nutrition. So it takes a moment for people to go, well, why are you incorporating the three doshas into my design? And it's because your dominant dosha tells me how you like to live. So not only how you like to eat, but like let's take kapha for, for example. And this is actually what I am. So my dominant dosha, and doshas change over time, but right now in my life, my dominant dosha is kapha. Kaffas like to eat warm foods, warm drinks. They like to be cozy. They like sweets. We like um, all the comfort foods, right? I don't like anything bitter. I like, I don't like anything sour. I'd rather go spicy and sweet than salty and sour. Okay, great, but how does that have anything to do with interior design of my house? Well, I'll tell you, all the coziness and the comfort that I seek in my nutrition, I also seek in my spaces. So I like a lot of blankets and warmth. I never have the air conditioning on. I'm always in a faux fur blanket and I like having those luxury plush items and sort of lifestyle within my home. So if I were designing for myself, I would know to incorporate these type of warm, comforting items and things and furnishings. So it's very interesting and it goes a lot deeper. But just to give you a surface level uh, example, these are the types of things that I started incorporating into divine design. And then there's my yoga practice. As that evolved, I sort of changed. I sort of shifted from a standard like vinyasa yoga to kundalini. And if you remember, this was sort of birthed when I had my kundalini awakening. And I started really tapping into that kundalini energy, getting into all of my chakras and you know, clearing, like we say, like my spine to the divine. So like just being a channel, like I was that one night in meditation where I received the downloads about divine design, just letting that white light, that energy, that divinity flow through me and allowing myself to be a vessel. And this is sort of what kundalini yoga is all about. It's all about tapping into that energy and aligning your chakras and doing this in really fun and unexpected ways like chanting, 
dancing around, waking up at 5 a.m. to do these certain postures and poses and mantra meditations. And it's just the absolute most fun form of yoga I've ever done in my life. And I'm very connected to it. So I started giving my clients these kundalini mantras. And it's, it's very cool because your typical interior designer knows the surface level of your life, right? They probably know what you do for a living, if you're married and have kids, your daily habits, preferences, and schedule, simple things, surface level things, the things that they need to know to decently design your home. And that's not to say that it won't be absolutely beautiful, but I have to take it deeper and further. Is it absolutely beautiful for you or is it just absolutely beautiful? Is it absolutely perfect for your soul or is it just perfect for any home buyer that would walk in the door? And this is where I go deeper with my clients. So I have shared and my clients have shared with me some of the most intimate details of their lives. And we're talking divorces, miscarriages, deaths, soul crises. I mean, you name it. There, there's... There's so many things that my clients share with me that that it makes me emotional because the trust and the connection and the depth of connection that I have with these human beings is profound. And they've shared things with me that I'm not sure they would share with even their closest relatives and friends. And that's powerful. I'm their interior designer (laughs) in the grand scheme of things. And to know the depths of their soul to the magnitude that I do is humbling. It really is. And I'm honored. I'm honored to be so connected and so trusted by these people that allow me into their most sacred spaces to design for them, to create their sanctuaries and to award them with an environment that many of them never thought was attainable. And it's in those moments at the end of the project where I know I'm in my purpose And I know that all of the clients that I've helped have been sent from a divine source, from a higher power. There's some type of law of attraction at work here where I know that I've designed for them, that I've met them, that we've crossed paths for a reason bigger grander and beyond 
the interior and exterior design of their home. And it's been just a beautiful, a beautiful journey. And it's been amazing to see how receptive these clients are. And, and I know they're receptive because they're divinely aligned and ready for this and ready for me and ready for divine design. But it's interesting, you know, I, I, I assign homework where they sit in their spaces, maybe sitting in an empty nursery, um, can't seem to get pregnant, can't seem to conceive. So they sit in the nursery and do divine mother mantras from kundalini and it's just these beautiful and sacred melodies chants and hymns that create a vibration within them and within the space to start to connect to that energy and it's beautiful because the energy starts of course within within my client within you it extends into their spaces into their homes and then we basically bottle up that energy and manifest it into the three-dimensional world and make it a reality and it's so beautiful to see how it doesn't only work as a spiritual practice, but that it actually works. So this is what I'm here for, guys. I'm here to connect you with you and to connect you with your home. I want you to tap into your higher self and I want to help you create your higher home for your higher self. I want you to find your own at home, but I want you to find your own first. Once once we're able to find your own, create your own, find that inner peace, that perfect harmony, that soul vibration, you can then translate it to anywhere then it's very very easy to find it at home because you know how to find it within you and so this is when I say I'm not any different than you are I may have a certification on paper I may have a degree in interior design I may have experience but I'm no different than you. So don't think of me as an interior designer and you not. Don't think of me as a feng shui practitioner and you not. All I am is an activator for what's already inside of you. So we are all divine designers is my point. You are a divine designer of something to some degree already and I am here to be an activator for you 
I am here to help you tap in to what you already are and create it within your home, within the world in front of you. And that's it. And that's how we are connected. And that is how we will work together. And that is how I want to serve you. In the next episode, I'm going to get into the pillars of my company. I'm going to get into my mission on a deeper level. I'm going to get into my process. And I'm going to get into all of the things that contribute to a divine design project. But I hope today in this conversation, I've given you a little insight to who I am, to why I'm here, and to what I do. And I'm very excited to continue this podcast and to continue these conversations with all of you. Satnam.